Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week... We're going to do what we always do. We're just going to be our We're going to do what feels good. Yeah, we're going to do what feels good. Um, Yeah, I don't think uh, I've ever acted like a grown-up. I think I've always acted like my inner child. You're, you're, you're on the right track. Keep it up. Yeah. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Sorry. What could possibly go wrong? Possibly go wrong. You that's, screwed up that quote. That's the first thing good that's job. ever gone wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. This week is uh, definitely uh, we're gonna we're gonna take it to our childhood. But first, like, I, it's funny. Last episode, you you made mention of something happening that's completely different from the rest of the episode. <laughs> now this is the the start of of that. I think. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, it's weird. This is yeah. This is another. I agree. This is another one where it, it starts. And ends just kind of just opposite of how you would think it would go. Yep. Uh, so this week we're going to be discussing season five, episode seven, Bart's inner child, mm-hmm. which I, which is weird because he is a child. He is a child. He doesn't have an inner child. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, recap. Our air date this week is November eleventh, nineteen ninety three. Yep. So, uh, almost a new year. We're almost getting to 1994. Yep. I'm sure, I'm sure the hiatus uh-huh. is going to be kicking in here soon, and it'll be mm-hmm. next year before you know it. Yep. Uh, recap. Homer buys a trampoline, 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 which... Spoiler in- alert. <laughs> which injures... <laughs> this is a recap, not a spoiler <laughs> alert. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, Homer you buys... gave away the best joke for free. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Homer buys a trampoline, which injures many of the neighborhood children. It does. Yeah. Uh, so once again, no chalkboard this week. Kind of sad. I'm missing yep. Bart skating out of the school. Yeah. And uh, the couch gag this week, I, I think, <laughs> is fantastic. So there weird. is a big, giant, fat guy <laughs> sitting on the Simpsons couch. Just takes up the whole thing. And yep. Simpsons come in and squeeze whoop, right into the guy. Oh, my God. That was so weird. Who is this guy? He wanted to sit down, and the Simpsons left their house open. Apparently, so he walked in, saw a couch, like, oh, couch. Okay, cool. I'm going to sit down. Apparently, this is just what people do now. They're like, oh, I know. I know what it is. <laughs> Simpsons are famous now, and everyone knows about this couch. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, I got to go in and, and sit on this guy's couch. I got yep. I got to do it. And now, maybe the Simpsons could charge admission of some kind to sit on, on the couch. No. They could do that? No. No, I think they could. You're gonna Who's going to pay to sit on a couch? 
<laughs> if it's a dude, I would pay the Sims to sit on the Simpsons couch, right? If there was a house somewhere that had a Simpsons couch in it, and they were like ten bucks. Yeah, but if this is couch, a cartoon, if it, if there was like a live action version of the Simpsons, yes, I would sit on that couch. But this is a cartoon, so you're not gonna get that couch. Maybe. I Anyways, we're we're moving on. Uh, so this episode starts out with Bart and Lisa eating breakfast and Bart making faces at Lisa, who then yells at Marge to get Bart to stop. <laughs> um, I don't remember if we really ever did this as kids. I did. Did you I do that to me? All the time. Backseat of the car, house, kitchen, anywhere, anywhere. It was fun making faces at you. I mean, I did the not stop. Uh, I'm not touching you. <laughs> yeah. Either way, you're an asshole. Yeah. It takes one to know one. Uh, so March yells at Bart to stop making faces, which I, I don't know why you need to yell, whatever. Just ignore it. And she, uh, she's like, Homer, speak to Bart. And But Homer is too busy making faces at the pets. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid <Don't>. pets. <laughs> oh, that's great. If uh, I were the pets, I'd be like, why am I sitting here staring at this? I know, right? Well, maybe they're entertained. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're animals. They're easily entertained. Cat, not so much. Dog, you might stick around. Yeah. So Homer opens up the uh, the paper, and there's a section that gives away free stuff. Uh, and the men's shelter is giving away 60 soiled mattresses. That's gross. Homer's like, yes! And then he's like, and then he sees an ad, and he goes, he's like, Yes! Uh, he's like, you see, oh, I'm sorry. He sees the ad for a free trampoline in the paper. He goes, oh, my God. And Lisa, like, what, what is it? He's like, a trampoline, a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's awesome. So Starting you, this episode off with a banger. I know. I love, dude, this is like one of my favorite short segments of, of The Simpsons. Yeah. But you want to know what other free things were in the newspaper? Yes, I do. Okay. So for free. In the for free section of the Springfield Chopper, one of the listing reads, Fat Boy Bomb Free. Call Herman, K-19-4327. And we also know that Herman has tried to sell this nuclear device in Homer's Barbershop Quartet at the swap meet and Homer the Vigilante. And we haven't done that. We haven't got there yet. We're we're sorry that that's a little bit of a spoiler, but yeah. he also tries to sell it um, in that episode, which we'll get to. I think it's this season, so a little bit down, okay. the, a little bit down the way. But I like how he's like <laughs> selling it, trying to give it away for free. It's <laughs> still no one wanted it. Yeah, back to back to trying to sell it so, again. And so Homer runs off to get the trampoline, but Marge yells at him to not bring back any old crutches. <laughs> which, you know, if they're still in good shape. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you know, you never know when you're going to sprain an ankle or break an ankle or hurt your legs or, you know, having having crutches around ain't a bad thing. So, by the way, before we get to any further, the address for this trampoline is at 534 Center Street. I want everybody to remember this. Um, So Homer, you know, peels out of the driveway and another car is backing out. He's like, Oh no, you don't! I'm gonna do that trampoline first, and <laughs> like he that, hit like that guy was actually trying yeah. to go and get the trampoline. And Homer hits and runs <laughs> that car. That is a felony. Oh, that was Homer crazy. is going to jail, not getting a trampoline, a yep. trampoline. Uh, so he gets to he pulls up to the house, rings the doorbell, water squirts <laughs> him in the face. He goes, "What the heck?" And then he just keeps doing it over and over. 
The door opens, and who lives at this house? Krusty the Clown. We know where Krusty the Clown lives. Five three four Center Street. (laughs) Nope, nope, that Seltzer is not free. And so uh, Homer asks Krusty why he's getting rid of the trampoline, and Krusty's like, "Well, I used to do a lot of tumbling bits, but I'm phasing that out for dirty limericks." And he starts. There once was a man named Enos. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah. So uh, Homer's like, so you mean I can just hold this thing away for free? And Krusty's like, yep, it's all yours. <laughs> all right, Robert. So have you ever taken anything for free off a curb or responded to an ad that uh, for free items? Not I've never responded to an ad. I, I've been given hand-me-down stuff. Okay, that wasn't the question. So, no. Okay, good. There we go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I've never picked up somebody else's junk off of a curb. Now, <laughs> now, me, I've posted a lot of free stuff on our on the app called Nextdoor. Yeah, okay. Uh, if you haven't, do it. It's awesome. Or I've put a lot of free stuff down at my curb. Yeah. And I always do the crusty evil lab. When people take some, some, okay, so we had a cow, uh, hopefully no one in my neighborhood listens to this. So, <laughs> so we had a, a purple uh, velvety chair that our cat used to like to pee on a lot. And, and I've cleaned, you know, cleaned it every time. We yeah. it. But then I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I put it out at the end of my driveway within yeah. probably six hours. Gone. Wow. And Did anybody like, take that couch? Yes. That, so that Somebody took next. the couch? So, okay. So no one took, so I had it on the curb. Yeah. And, and it snowed that night. Yes. And, I remember and, that. And my wife was like, you should bring that in. No one's going to want that couch if it's all snowed. And I'm like, eh, someone will want it. And so the next, the, the, probably a good week later, when it finally all melted away and the snow was gone, we carried it into our garage. Yeah. And, but I left it on the app. Eventually someone was like. Um, hey, is that couch still available? And I was oh like, my. yes, but it was out in the out in the snow during that last snowstorm, but we brought it in to dry it out in our garage. Yeah. Someone was like, oh, can I come by and take it? Evil laugh as they uh, as the oh couch disappeared off my driveway. Nice. So yes, I've but I've only ever taken a free chair, like a folding chair off someone's free in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Does um, taking it out of your dead grandmother's house count? No. Damn. Uh, so, yeah. Krusty's <laughs> yeah. evil laugh. The trampoline's finally gone. <laughs> uh, and so now we cut back to the Simpsons' house, and Bart is in his room playing with Santa's little helper, as little boys will do with their dogs. Um, he's like, oh, you're such a good boy. And then Homer appears in his window. He goes, hi, Bart. <laughs> hi, Bart. <laughs> hey, Bart. Hi, Bart. And Bart's like, what is going on? So he runs downstairs and uh, Lisa and Bart run down, run down outside and Homer is bouncing on the trampoline. And Lisa goes, Homer, this one gesture almost makes up for years of shaky fathering. I'll never. And Bart's like, I'll never get tired of this. And Lisa's like, I'm going to have my wedding here. <laughs> And uh, Marge comes out. I mean, out. if I went to a wedding with a trampoline, you bet your ass I'd be on that thing. Yep. And then Marge comes out. I don't think this is a good idea. Yep. Yep. And, and Homer. Then, yeah. And then uh, Marge's like, oh, it's good exercise. Oh, Homer. Homer said that. Yeah. Homer said. Yeah. That's what I said. 
Homer says, it's good exercise. It'll double the price of our house. Mm, no. You, well, if you leave it. I mean, look, if you add a pool or add okay. a cool If house, that house is worth $100,000 and they leave <laughs> a trampoline, that house is not $200,000. Oh, you don't know what people are willing to pay for a trampoline. Look at well, how excited Homer was for a trampoline. Yeah, but it was free. Right. If it um, was like $100, do you think you'd be as excited? I don't think so. Uh, maybe, because trampolines could get pretty pricey. It's not going to double the value of your home. Uh, Homer thinks it would. Well, Homer, as we've well established <laughs> in canon, has a crayon up his brain. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Homer says he has big plans. <laughs> and so we get a dream sequence of uh, Homerland and Mission $50. Yeah, it's a little bit steep, Homer, although Disneyland's yeah. like 160-some <laughs> per person, which I think is really outrageous. Dude, but, that's you know. a huge park, man. I know. But... They gotta up, dude, they got to upkeep all those rides, <laughs> yeah. build new ones, and probably play, pay licensing fees. Yeah, it's still expensive. Uh, so we get some attractions, including <laughs> Trampoline World. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Muckville, USA, which is basically a giant mud pit yep uh i did love in the background of that one uh nelson flung mud at another kid yep well it is muckville so you know and uh the fort fort adventure (laughs) and then millhouse starts which i'll cause i think something smells in there no it doesn't (laughs) and And that's the mattress fort yep and so my guess is these are the free mat soiled mattresses that homer was gonna get uh anyway yes yes they probably were which he obviously didn't get. No, he did get them. But no. in his dreams, he, he did. He he did get them. And so we see a line of people uh, ready to use the trampoline. And I like <laughs> how Otto's there, and he bounces, and he cracks his back on the bar, and obviously knocked his like what is it shoulder. Uh, shoulder. Yep. And uh, he's like, "Hey, pop my shoulder back into place." He's like, oh, I lost my turn. <laughs> yeah, once you fall off the trampoline, those are the rules. Yep. Once you I don't make it. them. I just enforce them. <laughs> yeah. And so we see Wendell crashing, uh, Ralph biting his tongue. That's not really getting hurt by the trampoline. That's just getting hurt on the trampoline. I feel like. Oh, but that's the, that's the thing. The trampoline is cursed. If you use it, you get hurt. Although the Simpsons kids didn't get hurt. Because if you own it, you don't get hurt. It's the other kids uh, that get hurt. Yes, um, yes, that is true. Yeah, that is and true. So uh, Rod and Todd are jumping on. It's like every jump gets us, <laughs> brings us closer to God, and then they hug, run into each other. Hug me, God. <laughs> yep. And uh, so you see, once they crash on the gods, like, why is this happening to us? <laughs> and you see divine-looking beams of sun, yes. sunlight through the clouds. As Rod asks, "What have we done to make God angry?" <laughs> jumping on another man's trampoline. Yep. And then we see uh, Nelson and another kid uh, jumping on uh, Millhouse on the trampoline. So <laughs> Millhouse gets hurt by association, I guess. Yeah. And then as uh, the last person falls off, I was like, move along, kids. Uh, if you get uh, if you get hurt, uh, it's the next kid's turn. And Marge says, this is terrible. And it's like, I'll take care of this. <laughs> It puts a tiny little caution sign in front of the trampoline, which, hey, that that help, that that doesn't make you liable anymore, right? Well, I mean, you use a trampoline at your own risk. It, let's be honest. Exactly. And uh, then we see a, a scene of a field of full of children injured by the trampoline, and this is a reference uh, from the injured soldiers in Gone with the Wind. 
Yes. I've never actually watched Gone with Wind. It's way too long. Isn't it like a three-hour movie? Yeah, maybe longer. It's like two VHS tapes. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what a VH ta- tape, VHS tape is, congratulations, you're not old. Uh, just, so, so, folks, in the olden days, uh, movies... <laughs> in the before were, times. The, <laughs> movies that were very long took up two cassette tapes. Yeah, because um, I think each cassette tape was like two, maybe two and a half hours each. Well, it depends. But uh, mm-hmm. I can tell you that uh, the only other movie I remember being on two VHS tapes was Titanic. Yeah. Dude, that movie was three hours long. Yep. Um, and so <laughs> Homer's like, over, uh, Marge yells at Homer's like, you got to get rid This is a bad idea. I was like, I'll get rid of it. And Homer tries to return it back to Krusty. And Krusty's like, pulls a shotgun out of him and says, keep moving. <laughs> By the way, to, to go back for a second, Gone with the Wind is almost a four hour movie. Yeah. It's long. Yeah. Yep. Um, Pulls the shotgun on him. Yep. And so now we get a sequence of Homer trying to push the trampoline off a cliff. And once he pushes it, it falls over the edge and then it lands on a pillar of rocks. It bounces back up to Homer and, you know, kind of bashes him back into the, uh, the mountain top yep. edge. And this is a reference to the Chuck Jones directed Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner Looney Tunes cartoons. Uh, yep. and yeah, the background, everything is all Looney Tunes. The whole thing yep. is just Looney Tunes. It's great. And I, and I like how he, he gets put into the cliff. It was like, <laughs> if this were a cartoon, the cliff would break now. Just like Wiley Coyote. And it, and it like gets to nighttime and he's like, I'm thirsty. And then it breaks <laughs> off and goes down into the cliff. So Homer is dead. No, no. This is a dream sequence. Remember, or a coma sequence. Everything's in his coma. He's oh, that is true. Now. Yes. Um, and so, and, and this obviously plot point, plot point, but Homer is in the backyard with a saw to cut up the trampoline. <laughs> Why did he just leave the trampoline in the desert? I don't know. He just wanted to get rid of it. That would have been perfect. He did get rid of it. It was in the desert. Leave it there. I know. Again, as you pointed out, he's in a coma. Like, yeah. this is the only way this makes sense. Yep. Like, yeah, Homer is dumb, but, like, it's already there. Just freaking leave it. So, uh, so you know, so he's got the saw. He's like, all right, I'm going to get you. And he runs at it, but, like, the cord isn't long enough, so he trips. And the saw wraps around the trampoline, like, cord and all, and pulls out, like, the socket <laughs> and the drywall in the house. Uh, now there's a giant hole in the house. Yep, that was great. And so Homer tells the trampoline that you win for now, but some, but someday you will rust. And he goes, ah, <laughs> he's just like, he's like, he's lost it. He's yeah. lost it. He, dude, he, dude, he's gone mad. Just like Krusty, he, Krusty must've gone mad too with that trampoline. Yeah. So then, uh, Bert comes out and, uh, tells, uh, tells Homer to stop, you know, being hysterical. He's like, Homer, Homer, do you want to get rid of the trampoline? <laughs> Homer's like, yeah. And so he like Bart shows him a bike lock. This and so is they a bike lock. <laughs> this is a bike lock. So they lock the trampoline up to a pole that's in their backyard. And Bart's like, all right, Homer, turn around and count to three. And so they turn around. Bart's like, three, two, one. And they turn around and they see Snake cutting off the bike lock. And Bart's like, well, we better make that five. So they turn back around and you hear the chain break. And then Snake goes, all right, I got myself a bed. <laughs> 
Hey, man. It bends a little bit, so you get a little bit of comfort, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, that's, so that that's so. So, if you guys don't know, back in I, I would assume now is probably still pretty normal. But bike locks back in the day, they had to make them in a way where they could, you know, not be cut. Like they put yeah. stuff on them, but yeah. Bike locks were always getting cut back in the '90s, and maybe before yeah. that, because you, know, yeah. you just oh, left yeah. your bike out there, and someone's like, "Well, this is easy clip." Oh um, yeah, I had a I uh, in high school. I had a friend, and this was in the early 2000s. He had his bike stolen, and he had it locked up. Yeah, but I do like the fact that the bike lock was on a pole where you could adjust. Well, I guess I don't know how heavy a trampoline is, but you could lift the bike lock up and over <laughs> the pole and, without having to cut it. But yeah, that's, that's just how that's just how easily theft happened in the '90s and yeah. the '80s that you could just turn around after locking up a bike and it would be gone. Yeah. So now it's nighttime. Marge and Homer are in bed, and we hear the police outside. Like they want to use the trampoline, and they're like, "Oh, we can't wake up old man Simpson." And they realize that the trampoline is gone. So they're like, "Well, screw it. We'll use the car as a trampoline." <laughs> and they get pretty good height because you can see their silhouettes in the window. Yep. That's yeah. a that's a bouncy car. Yeah, and the, the uh, tires have some good spring to it, or the shocks yeah. have some good spring to it. Yeah, so Marge, you know, is annoyed at Homer because now the boys are using the car, and Homer admits that the trampoline was a bad idea, but he's like, but at least I try new things. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, Marge, if it were up to you, we would only go to work in church. And he's like, name one, uh, he's like, when's, uh, in the last month, name something fun that you did. She's like, I can name ten things. And the only thing she can come up with I made sloppy joes. Homer's like, that's not fun. They're fun to eat, though. Yeah, they're fun to eat. But they're not fun to make. I don't know. I like making sloppy joes. I mean, I like making them. It's just I don't like cooking. <laughs> but I like making them. It's a conundrum. Uh, so uh, so now, you know, Marge is like, eh. and they go, they cut to the morning, and they're all sitting around, and Marge asks the kids if she's uh, if she's fun or if she does nags all the time, and, uh, and the kids just don't answer. I mean, and, our mom was pretty naggy, too. But she did take us to do a lot of things. Yeah. But there were like, definitely times where she had the Martian. Oh, yeah. Like, when we were kids, yeah, she would, I mean, she, both of our parents would play with us and, like, you know, do things with us. But, yes, our mom was definitely a Marge Simpson, although she did have more fun. Yeah. Still does. Um and so the kids don't know how to answer. <laughs> and then, then we get a montage of, you know, Marge nagging and going, her mm, thing. And so Lisa asks Marge if she is mad. And she goes, no. Uh, but she, like, walks out to drive to her sister's and she almost clips Ned. Ned's <laughs> like, hey, you almost clipped me there. So, yes, Marge is angry, which, to be fair, that's kind of on her to, to you know, not having any fun. Yeah. And being naggy all the time. And so Marge goes to her sisters, uh, who one of them checks her blood pressure, which is off the charts. And another, the other one had her take a pee sure. test. And she's like, I don't like the look at your, your urine sample. And so they're like, Marge, you're headed for a nervous breakdown. How about you watch Brad Goodman, who is voiced by Albert Brooks? Yep. And yes. so... So then he talks about all the different things that can go wrong in the feel bad rainbow. Would you like to know all the, uh, yes, I would. I was going to write them all down. I'm like, Oh, this is too much work. Okay. According to Brad Goodman, these are the disorders in the feel good rainbow depression, insomnia, 
motor mouth, darting eyes, indecisiveness, decisiveness, <laughs> bossiness, <laughs> uncontrollable falling down, which doesn't Homer have that from, from last yes. episode? <laughs> uh, geriatric profanity disorder, which I feel, feel like we all have that. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Or GPD. Yep. And chronic nagging. 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 Oh, nagging. sorry. The TV does this. <laughs> Selmer Patty bangs it's it. It's like a record or something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the feel bad rainbow, which, you know, this is just a life coach thing. They're making fun of life coaches. So, they, you know, Marge uh, gets a tape um, and wants to watch it with Homer. And it's called Adjusting Your Selfostat. <laughs> Whatever the hell that is. Yep. Because. I, I feel like you gotta you gotta get better. Gotta get better. This is the way I to do, do commend it. this you know, I do commend this episode for it kinda talks about having a good mental health. Yes. And so that's 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 a really cool central idea to this episode. Yep. And so we get another Troy McLure. Two episodes in a row of Troy McLure. Hell yeah. Awesome. Oh hi, I'm Troy McLure. You might remember me from such self help videos as Smoke Yourself Thin. And get confident, stupid. <laughs> well, now I'm here to tell you about the only real path to mental health. That's right. It's the Brad Goodman something or other. Yeah, Troy McClure is like reading a cue card and he can't read it. That's oh, great. that's great. Oh, God. Uh, but uh, I like how Brad tells Troy that... Uh, He's glad Troy isn't, ha- is, he's not glad that he's still drinking, but he's down from 50 to one. So, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. I 50, mean, is that 50 drinks in a week, a month, a day? Like, I what is know. that? I guess I don't know. Well, Troy's an alcoholic, so I mean. He is, but he's a good alcoholic. He's yeah. a functioning, working alcoholic. Yes. But, he's, but he's only down to one drink. That's a good. day, an hour, one drink an hour. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I like how Brad, he comes out, you know, not being, uh, you know. He's like, I don't have a PhD. I don't, I don't really have any qualifications. qualifications. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but does any really self-help guru really have any qualifications? No, it's all the same. It's all the same glibly, glibbity glop. Exactly. Tony Robbins. When was Tony Robbins active? I feel like this is like making fun of Tony Robbins if he was... Active uh, right now. I don't know. Is Tony Robbins still active? He might still is be he active. still active? He maybe he is. I'm not sure. I mean, he's 61. So depending on when he started, maybe 1990. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say this is definitely got to be making fun of like those. Tony well, he Robbins. started. He was active from 76 to present. Oh, wow. He was that early on. Yeah, he was I 16 years that. old. Uh, his first book. Was uh, well, one of his first books was published in '86. Okay, so they're so. they're definitely ripping on uh, Mr. T- <laughs> Tony Robbins here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he started as a motivational speaker uh, with author Jim Rohn when he was 17 years old. Wow. And this is how cults get started. <laughs> yeah. So Marge and Homer spend all night watching the video. Yep. And uh, I like how at the end Marge's like. I didn't realize I was such a, I was a passive aggressive cold culprit. Not a thing. Yeah. Not not a thing. Passive aggressiveness is a thing. Yes. We all do it. But whatever this w- g- group of wording is is not a thing. 
Yeah, I do like how the video starts though. Like Brad Goodman's like, "This is a circle." Uh, <laughs> yeah. so like Troy's like, "Wow, it's like you've known me your whole life." And then they like cut to the end. He's like, "You've cured me, Doc." And he like takes a drink of champagne and he like sticks Troy sticks his finger in to like try to get the rest of the liquid out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is definitely not okay. No, um, he needs to go see a uh, psychologist. Yes. But Marge blames herself for nagging Homer when uh, he does foolish things. It's because he enables his life script. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, my know. God. I love the fact they're making fun of self-help people. Oh, self-help no. people are garbage. Oh, I feel like, I mean, I would say if you want to get help, great. But go, I see feel, a, go see a therapist. Yes, I, I feel like the whole, like, get into an auditorium or get into, like, groups like that just don't work you got to work on yourself solo or as a family but doing it as like a whole group i just feel like that's going well they i mean like for aa like for aa and groups like that i mean you want to do groups because you know hearing other people go through the same thing helps but like if you're trying to work on your mental health yeah please go see a therapist yeah and so homer is reading a book called Owning your okayness. Because <laughs> Homer's only okay. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so here, this is great. So we get we get more more uh, <laughs> lingo from from yeah. good, from Goodman. Homer, did you eat my whole pan of brownies? <laughs> Bart's like, uh oh, you're in for it now, Dad. Marge, I'm feeling a lot of shame right now. <laughs> I'm hearing that you're feeling a lot of shame, and I feel you hearing my shame. <laughs> I'm feeling annoyance and frustration, but also tolerance. I feel validated by that. Good. I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Lisa and Barter visit. Now, sharing your feel like if you were in a relationship, sharing your feelings is definitely a healthy way to have a relationship. I don't know if it's healthy in the manner that they're doing it here. I mean, I guess telling uh, somebody, oh, I feel annoyed right now. I, 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 I don't know if this stuff really helps. Again, if, you're, <laughs> if, you, if your relationship needs help, please go to couple counsel. Yep. Therapy. And so uh, Homer uh, is back in that newspaper again. Yep. He wants free surplus mayonnaise from Operation Desert Storm. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, Operation Desert Storm ended January of 91. And this is November of 93. Yeah, that mayonnaise is definitely uh, bad. Bad. Don't bad. eat it. Don't, yeah. eat, don't eat old mayonnaise. It's bad for yeah. you. And so he also sees that Brad Goodman is coming to town. And Homer <laughs> says, who needs him? And Bart is uh, riding his chair in the garbage disposal. Bart needs Brad Goodman. No, Bart needs to see a child psychiatrist and be put on medication. Yep. Which, and maybe which, better parenting. Which in the future, yes. Uh, so Homer reminds everyone that they are at the seminar that they all agreed <laughs> to attend. And Bart points out that that's an odd thing to say. Because <laughs> clearly Bart, or Homer, Lisa, and Marge agreed to do this and Bart was not included. Exactly. Or maybe he was... He but he didn't know what this it. was. Yeah. And he didn't know what this was. I don't know. Yeah. And so we get a sign. Another sign. I love signs. Uh, yep. Brad Goodman's Inner Child Workshop. So I, I like how this is to tie into this episode with, yeah. with Bart. But what I nothing says, nothing of any of his like teaching so far 
yeah. state to be like your inner child. Yeah. Like, it's really weird that this is like the name of the seminar when, you know, nothing is. Well, I'm sure. I mean, we haven't heard about it, but maybe, you know, it's one of his chapters. Maybe it's one of his chapters. Yeah. All right. And so, uh, you know, Brad wants people to yell out (laughs) what's bothering them. Quimby's like, I uh, can't commit to a relationship. Burns is like, I'm too nice. <laughs> sure you are, Mr. Burns. You're too nice. And Apu's like, I have problems with. And Lenny steps up. I'm always interrupting people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love that. Oh, that's Lenny. great. Oh, that's great. And uh, I love, I love Brad's like, all right, people, let's try something interesting. It's no trick. But it's a simple trick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all these gurus do is give you simple tricks that aren't really tricks. tricks. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, people, I want you to listen to your inner child. So we go to Ned and we see uh, his inner child going. He, he's like, you're doing great. Stay the course. And then we go to Homer's inner child. Food goes in here. And he points, <laughs> his inner child points to the mouth. Like, did he forget how food works? Like, or no, maybe his inner child his wants inner to. His inner child be... keeps reminding him. Yeah. And then we go to Moe's and Moe's inner child's like, why don't you talk with your accent no more? And then he like, Moe's like, mama mia. So he's Italian? Has Moe always I... been Italian? Have we known this? Well, Sislak, Moe's, uh, yeah, I guess he could be Italian. Okay. Yeah, he could be Italian or some sort of like, uh, not Middle, yeah, Middle Eastern, not Middle Eastern. What, what's that? uh Greece. Middle European, like the Italy, Greece region. I don't know what that's like. Mediterranean. Is that Mediterranean? Yeah. Go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mediterranean. Um, so now he has uh, Skinner come up on to stage to express his feelings about his mom. And he beats the living <laughs> crap out of the dummy. He's like, I am a grown man, blah, blah, blah. And then Brad like calms him down and he goes sit back and he's like, Mother, are we still on for Saturday? And Mrs. Skinner's like, mm. oh, I like how she's in the audience. That's yeah. great. I feel like I almost thought Skinner was going to. Well, okay, so when I rewatched this, I yeah. thought that Skinner was going to be very passive up front, and Brad was told uh. him, oh, say what you really feel and do it. I yeah. thought that was the progression, like how I remembered this episode, and obviously it wasn't. He just yes. went full blown Vietnam <laughs> beating him up, beating up his mother. Yeah. Oh, God, that's great. So then Brad goes, uh, you have to do for yourself, because if you aren't a human being, well, when you stop that, you become a human doing. He's like, and what's next? Bart yells, a human going. (laughs) And everybody (laughs) laughs. And uh, Bart starts to leave and Marge stops him. And Brad invites Bart onto the stage. He's like, "Uh, what made you yell that remark? I don't know. You just wanted to express yourself. Yes. Uh, I do what I feel like. That's marvelous. I couldn't have put it better myself. I do what I feel like. <laughs> People, this young man here is the inner child I've been talking about. <laughs> and then uh, and Lisa goes, what? And I think that's when Lisa realizes this is all bull crap. Yep. And so Brad points out, uh, and so he like invites... Marge and Homer on the stage. Let's get, let's get the parents up on stage. Yeah. And Homer somehow has like two chicken legs or no, like no, candy, no, candy apples. apples. Or apples. Yeah. And uh, Brad is like, well, clearly Homer has an eating disorder. And he calls <laughs> out Marge's hairstyle and says, she wears it only for shock value. By the way, when I was listening 
to this episode, I like paused the scene, like, or like rewound the scene like four or five times because I couldn't understand what he was saying. And then I had to put on the subtitles. Really? I got it. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, 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 my hearing isn't necessarily the greatest at times. I just, I couldn't understand what he was saying. I don't know if other people are like that, but I mean, probably. So I put on the subtitles to, to hear that. And she's like, and she was like, wait, what? And he's like, but you were able to raise an emotionally healthy son. Uh, no, 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 no. Bart is the opposite of emotionally healthy right now. Um, and so Brad is like little, and he's like, he's asking for Bart's name. And Bart's Rudiger. like, my name's Rudiger. Oh <laughs> little Rudiger. He's like, he's like, and Marge, like little Rudiger. Marge's like, that's not his name. Doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> little Bart has ego, integrity, and well-defined boundaries. Also, no, no, God, no. Oh my God. And um, so Brad says, uh, "They're uh, the crowd is all going to start living, and the crowd's like living, living." And he's like, "You got to be like the boy." Be like boy, be like boy. Seniors in the back. We like Roy. We like Roy. Because <laughs> you know seniors are hard of hearing. Oh, uh, just like uh, you. Yeah, I love it. I identify as Grandpa Simpson. Um, but uh, so and then like everyone like rushes to buy all of Brant's crap on the way out and leave a pile of money. Yep. At least is visibly concerned by all this. Yeah, she's like, uh, this is not going to end well. No. Um, and so we no. get uh, we get my two cents with Ken Brockman. Yep. And uh, I like how Kent uh, says people are communicating and sharing their feelings more. And he says it's about fucking time. But he doesn't say fucking. Well, well he, he does, does, but it's bleeped. Yes. It's about bleeping time. I'm, I'm assuming has. Okay. I have to ask you this. Has anyone sworn on air that you have, that you've had a beep? So most national and cable since like national and cable have a five second delay. No, I know. I'm asking you though. Have you had, a I beep know anyone? No. Okay. Have I heard people swear on air? Yes. At my stations? No. However, the funny thing is, uh, so if you ever watch closed captioning for local news, because some people have to, because they can't, you know, they're hard of hearing. So they need like our, our aunt, um, she's hard of hearing. So she, uh, on our dad's side, she's got to watch with closed captioning. Um, when I first started in TV, I would point out like spelling errors in the closed captioning. I had to stop because I was doing it every day. <laughs> and like, you would see ass or poo or, or like, butt spelled B U T T when it should have been B U T like, it's incredible how, like, it's gotten better over the years, like, for stations that I've worked at. But when I first started out, holy crap, the spelling errors. So you, so there's someone literally typing as the news is going, right? No, no. How so works? how it works, how it works is somebody is controlling the teleprompter and the teleprompter is hooked up to it so that when you're scrolling, it does it. Nowadays, no, I'm, well, talking, this, this... No, I'm talking for closed captioning. Yeah, for closed captioning, that's how closed captioning used to work, is that it wasn't somebody talking and the words would appear. There is a script that goes into a computer system, computer generation system, and that's how you see it on air. However, with technology updates, we actually have that now, where as the anchors are talking, 
a computer system transcribes oh. it and puts it onto screen. So it's basically as bad as Alexa or Siri yeah. or Google. Like <laughs> back in the day, that's not how closed captioning worked. But as technology advances, we have the technology where it's basically a voice activated command huh. and that's how it goes on screen. So, I learned something new today. I always thought it yep. was some monkey typing the words as the person typed. So it showed up on the screen. Well, they do have that at some places too. Not oh, anymore. Okay. I think way, way back in the day they might've done that. But uh, nowadays it's all computer generated for the most part. Fun facts, folks. I like it. All which right, is so great for, which is great for breaking news. Yeah. So Kent says that uh, this wave can be traced back to Bart, <laughs> who taught them it is uh, that it feels good uh, to do it. And Kent sprays whipped cream <laughs> into his mouth on air. Um, you could get away with that if that was like an interview segment about cooking. <laughs> but I don't know if you could. Re- I mean, I guess people would probably enjoy that. People are weird. Yeah. So uh, I like how Bart tells uh, Lisa today. <laughs> I'm a god. and uh yeah i mean for the first day bart is definitely feeling like that and uh lisa asks uh, why are you sitting on an ice cream sandwich (laughs) uh well she's like is that why you're sitting on an ice cream sandwich because you feel like god and uh bart gets up like that the uh, sandals little helper comes by to lick it off (laughs) off his butt that's a good idea Uh, well i don't know if it's a good idea that that looks like a chocolate ice cream bar yeah that's not gonna come out uh, good thing Bart's all, all of Bart's outfits look exactly the same. Well, no. If the dog is licking it, it's chocolate. No, but I'm saying Bart, it's good Bart has all the outfits exactly the same, so he can change yes. out of it. But and... I'm saying it's not good for the dog. Oh, mate. well, maybe. It's chocolate. Dogs yeah. are dogs can't eat chocolate. No. Not a lot of chocolate. They shouldn't eat chocolate, but it's okay if they eat a smidge. Really? Well, our dog ate a whole pack of oreos and we're getting off topic okay um so we get to the first church of springfield uh today's topic be like unto the boy (laughs) and instead of a sermon today reverend Lindjoy is going to play the classic rag the entertainer by scott joplin on the organ and uh uh you know reverend lovejoy's uh uh take a break mrs uh fish mrs fish and uh she's the old lady that plays the organ Good yep. to know. I never thing. knew, you know, up until this episode, I don't remember like this part at all. I didn't know the organ player had a name. Well, we do now. Well, yeah. not everyone in Springfield has a name. Uh, not yes. yet. Anyways, yep. not yet. And uh, so love like, like uh, starts playing it and uh, stops. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I get it. Uh, it starts playing again. It stops and Bart's just getting annoyed. He's like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> This is why everyone needs to have their own, uh, their own, uh, what's that word? Their own, uh, identity. Identity. Yes. There we go. And so Kerbobble is in class talking about, uh, the wireless telegraph invented by Guglielmo Marconi. And, uh, she asked the kids what the first message was. And Bart raises his hand, uh, thinking he was going to give the right answer or a joke answer. I'm I think he sure. wanted to give a joke answer. Okay. And, uh, Bart... But he was doing it in the right way by raising his hand. Yes. And uh, Bart blurts out. Millhouse. Uh, or Millhouse, sorry. Millhouse uh, blurts out, I won the change of my name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone starts laughing and Edna tells Millhouse that was a good one. And then she asks again and Martin yells out, our 10th caller will see tickets to Super Tramp. <laughs> uh, and Bart is annoyed and he's like, oh, everybody's a comedian. Yep. 
uh yeah he's starting to lose his identity a little bit yeah and so uh you know bart bart's feeling a little blue so he wants to do his patented uh spinning off the overpass but when he gets there uh there is a large group of people on both sides spinning off and you can hear cars crashing on the the, the road down below yep because yeah. of all the spit all Which, that spit. I don't know if that would cause car accidents. It would be annoying, but I don't know if that would really cause car accidents. No, but I like how they were all like bobbing. Like every other yeah. person was yeah. was going. That was that was a cool bit. Yeah. So uh, so now we're back at the house, and Bart tells Lisa he hates the fact that everyone is acting like him, and then Lisa explains to Bart in a very nerdy way why he feels like that. Um, I'm not going to try to say it because it was basically. What it boils down to, and she simplifies it for him, she tells Bart he's lost his identity because Bart is a rebel and everyone else is being like Bart, so it's not rebellious anymore. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Bart doesn't have an identity, and Lisa suggests uh, to Bart, hey, maybe you can become a good-natured doormat. And Bart's (laughs) like, well, how do I start? Because, you know, that's Lisa's identity. She's a good-natured doormat. Although we don't really see that at the beginning of The Simpsons. No, but now it's kind of more prevalent. Yeah. And so uh, now we get the news talking about the Do What You Feel Festival. Uh, he's like, Kent's like, it'll be a lot different than the Do As We Say Festival started by oh Germany German settlers in 1946. Oh. Boy, I wonder what happened the year before. <laughs> what happened in 1945 that made German settlers come in 1946? Yeah. Uh so now we go to the festival where they're setting up. Yep, and, and Willie's Willie yelling the, into a microphone. Yeah, he's like, "If I'm elected mayor, my first act will be to kill the whole lot of you <laughs> and burn you down to cinders." <laughs> and one of the guys is like, "You know that mic is on, right?" I, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm voting for Willie as long as yeah. he doesn't kill me. Yeah, please don't kill me, Willie, if I vote for you. Um, so, yep. And so, uh, Otto is in charge of parking and he's like, he's like, park anywhere. I'm not going to enforce the rules today. And like, you go into the parking lot and like the first few rows are fine, but then it's just a garbled mess of cars like that have crashed into one another. You know, I I do feel like, and this is a little bit more later on, but I always feel like, okay, I don't mind the do what you want. Like that's, that's okay. All well and good. But for most people, I'm like, well, if we park in an orderly fashion, we could get out on a yes timely manner. Basically, do what you want as long as it doesn't affect other people's There lives. you go. Yes. And so as they're panning, like, so the Simpsons get there. Or no, they're like panning across the crowd. And in the background, you do see Dr. Marvin Monroe. And I believe this is like the second to last episode he's actually in as a character. Yeah, it was a good shot of him. I kind of liked uh, yeah. seeing him. But I, I think the joke, though, is Dr. Marvin Monroe is a therapist, albeit yeah. not necessarily the best therapist. Yeah. But he's actually participating <laughs> in this uh, festival. And uh, so uh, we get to Burns and he's like, I feel like a uh, free spirit and I'm enjoying this so-called iced cream. Iced cream. And and Smithers is like, sir, I love you in those colors. (laughs) Damn it. The boathouse was the right time, Smithers. (laughs) Oh, that's good. What'd you say? What'd you say, Smithers? 
Yeah. I love you in those colors. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we get Patty and Selma oh, riding an animal ever. naked and everybody's like, ew. But the sea captain takes a picture. It's like, ah, these will serve me on those lonely nights. Yep. Oh, gross. Gross. Oh, my gross. God. Patty and Selma took it way too far. Yes, too they far. did. And then, yep. so we see Homer walking in, the whole family walking in, and Homer is dressed in his bathrobe. You see his hair's a little bit longer, his yep. beard, his beard's out. He's like, dude, I'm taking this to the next level. And uh, we see Marge. Marge has a backwards uh, baseball cap on yep. the top of her hairdo. Well, well yeah, where else is she going to put it? Uh, she could let her hair down, right? No. No. No, that's her. That's her style, man. Yeah, but it's a do what you feel festival, so maybe she'd feel like uh, wearing a baseball cap with her hair down. But clearly, she didn't. Nope. And so we see a poo uh, and family uh, skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, and Bart's like, "Oh, I used to be a skateboarder." Yeah. And then, so this this is the weirdest part for me. So we see Skinner in the in the trees uh, firing <laughs> rocks at Bart with a slingshot, saying, "Eat my shorts." Young now, man. Young man, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's polite about it. <laughs> yes. Now, this, this, we haven't seen Bart with his patented slingshot yet. Not really, no. In five seasons, I think we've seen it once. Yeah, so it's so weird to see Skinner doing this, because yeah. Bart but it's hilarious. hasn't really done it yet. Yeah, but it's hilarious. Yes. Because the tables good. have turned. Yep. And so now Quimby's emceeing the festival. And points out that he's not with his wife, but he's comfortable with his womanizing. And the crowd cheers. Yep. Uh, um, and to usher in the festival, uh, we got James Brown playing I Feel Good. And it's the actual James Brown. Uh, is it? Yes, it is. You looked it up? I did. Okay, James cool. James Brown voiced himself. Nice. I'm surprised they just didn't play a track from him because yeah. it wasn't him actually be having a speaking role at it. it no, was he a... kind of, he kind of spoke, he sung and then the, the stage collapsed. He's like, this was held, held on by just a bolt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the, after the, to- after it collapses, the town's uh, going to start fighting because yeah. Willie didn't oil the Ferris wheel and it rolled away. Excuse me. A what kind of wheel? A Ferris wheel. You said Furious. Furious. <laughs> That's Sorry. what you said. <laughs> Sorry. I know English is hard, Steve. <laughs> Ferris. Uh, Ferris is trademarked. I can't say Ferris. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, but no, uh, the Ferris wheel uh, rolls away. <laughs> Did that on purpose. <laughs> and uh, I like how everyone's, you know, getting all upset. And Lovejoy well, says. Well, that... the, the wheel, ah, the wheel rolls into the zoo and the animals escape. Yep. And the animals was, start attacking. I didn't know there was a Springfield. I Well, I knew Springfield had a zoo. I didn't know it was in the main town square. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Uh, but Lovejoy says they made God angry because they made a false idol out of Brad Goodman. And we see they replaced the statue of Jebediah Springfield in the town square with the statue of Brad Goodman. Did they? Yeah. Did I miss that? You must have. Yeah. It's a Brad Goodman statue on Jebediah's oh. little thing Ooh. and it was gold it was a gold idol you know because uh, you know gold idols yeah yep. and uh homer uh apu tells lovejoy um not to be angry with god but to blame bart instead <laughs> but it's not even bart's fault it's brad's fault uh, lovejoy even said that yep and the crowd turns on bart now what's funny is if bart hadn't been a little uh jerk during the thing and said the uh human going 
No, 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 no. Don't blame Bart. Don't blame Bart. Bart's, Bart's the victim here. Don't don't you be blaming Bart like this crowd. I don't know, man. It's Brad Goodman's fault. This all is right. this is the monorail all over again. They need to run Brad out of town. Yep. I'm sure Brad is screwed over other towns and needs to get beaten to a bloody pulp. Yeah, but they don't go to North Haverbrook on this one. No. Uh, so Homer pulls Bart into a float to hide him uh, from the mob. And uh, unfortunately, Homer doesn't understand floats and drives really fast and all the flowers fly away. By the way, do you know how fast he was going for that to happen? Um. I mean, it was a co- most floats the internal. It showed no, no. It shows the speedometer. Oh, did it? How fast were they going? Five miles an hour. Yeah, I guess I've never <laughs> driven a float. Floats drive pretty no. slow. I mean, if yes. you look at like the uh, Rose Parade, the, yes. the Rose Parade, they drive like pretty slow. And I'm assuming you have to go a certain speed to make sure that you know the flowers and stuff don't. Yeah. You know, my my biggest so question. My biggest question is. How did Homer get Bart into the float? The the when you see it float away, well, I mean, you see it. There's a trap door thing, like Homer pulls him in through a trap door. Looking no, thing. no, because the trap door would have opened. He pulled him in through the side. Did he? Yeah, I thought it was like a little trap door that Homer. No, he know. yanks him in. Yeah, and if you look, those bar those the 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 cage is very small, like the bars to the cage. Well, Homer had to get in there somehow. Well, yeah, he used the trap door. Oh, okay. And so, yeah. And so they drive away, you know, slowly, and the mob doesn't apparently catch up to him. So Moe's like, all right, they're heading towards the mill. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, well, let's just go to the mill anyway to get some cider. I love the fact that, like, they're they getting mean, away slowly. Guys, they're in a, a, a vehicle moving at, like, five miles an hour. You yeah, can easily stop it as a mob. But they're lazy, man. Yeah. The mob is, the, the town of Springfield, man, they have to be really in on something to, to go forth. Yeah. But, but yeah, they're pretty lazy. They give up pretty yeah. easily. And so the family talks about the lessons they learned. <laughs> <laughs> but since they don't learn any lessons, they turn on a new show about a policeman who solves crime in his spare time. McGarnagal. Uh. I feel like this is the first McGarnagal. I think it is the first McGarnagle. Or I think it's the first McGarnagle, but I think it's a running gag, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. So, McGonagall. Uh, McGonagall. Oh, wait, that's MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, I mean, this, I okay, I'll, I, once again, it's like you have two halves of an episode. I wish we could rate them independently because the first half of the episode, just when the episode started, I knew where it was going. I knew yeah. the beginning of this episode was Tramampoline. I yeah. knew it. I knew it going <laughs> in. And yes, the recap, obviously, from, from Robert gave it away on the little notes. But I knew where it was I going. I didn't give it away. The Simpsons recap gave sure. it away. Don't okay. blame me. Blame Disney+. Plus. Sure. Blame Disney+. Plus. But anyway, I I love the opening. I love the trampoline bit. I absolutely, It's one of the funniest parts of this episode. The back half, the whole, it's just not as good to me as I think. I'm still going to give it a four mm, sprinkles, even though if I would, yeah, I'm going to go four mm, sprinkles. I I like the jokes. I love the opening bit. I love the Krusty the Clown, Homer pressing the thing (laughs) a bunch of times. Um, But yeah, from, from start to finish, it all falls well. It's just how the Brad Goodman and inner child stuff really played out. Like just 
yeah. as an overall big picture played out, I wasn't necessarily a hundred percent impressed. I, I, it's a great episode. The the beginning bit is really good. I, I, I like the fact that they, you know, this is 93 and they're kind of touching on like mental health almost and bettering yourself, which is great. And in the process, they're also making fun of these self-help gurus with all these little tricks. And it's like, it's like, no, the best way to, to get better healthy, you know, better mental health is talk to somebody. Yeah, it's kind of um, nice. Uh, kind of like you mentioned last episode, too. Like, these two episodes back-to-back about yeah, self-improvement. Like, well, Marge and self-improvement yeah. really, you know, tie, you know, tie making, pretty well together. Yeah, making trying to make friends, you know, your mental health state. Um, I agree, kind of getting to the Brad Goodman stuff was kind of weird, because of the fact that, you know, it all came about because Homer's like, well, Marge, what's, you know, what's the last thing you did for fun? And then it came into a conversation of her asking the kids and the kids be like, well, you're kind of nagging and Marge getting mad that they wouldn't tell her she's fun, which really that's that's on Marge. Um, and so, like, yeah, getting into the Brad Goodman stuff was kind of weird. Um, you know, they use Bart. Uh, I don't like the fact that. Apu blames Bart for everything because it was Brad. Granted, you know, Dude, the Brad town wasn't prob- there though. <laughs> yeah, but they but the, they were like Brad was the one that told everybody to be like Bart. No, they told Bart. Him to Bart, be like Bart Roy. is. Oh uh, yeah, no, we like Roy. <laughs> um, uh, so you know that that kind of irks me a little bit because it's kind of it kind of falls into the victim blaming thing, and Bart's Bart is as much a victim. As the rest of the town, I mean, it's it all boils down to it's Brad's fault. Uh, really, I mean, it is. But it, it's a funny episode. It's really good. Uh, yeah, the jokes are great. Tramampoline. Uh, so four mm, sprinkles. Uh, yeah, that back half, you know, it didn't elevate that uh, the episode to a five for me. No. All right, let's uh, finish it off with our uh, character profile. And this week we have the self-help guru himself, Brad Goodman. What does he do? His occupation is a self-spoken, <laughs> self-help guru. Oh, yeah. okay. His description, <laughs> tall, good-looking, and slightly acromel... What is it? Acromegalic? I have never... Acromegalic. Megalic? Ac- ac- acromegalic? Acromegalic? All right. I think we're uh, birching that a- Acromegaly is a hormonal <laughs> disorder that develops when your pituitary gland produces All right, that's too much growth that. hormone during adulthood. Oh, I think this is the disease that uh, Tony Robbins has. I oh. think. I think. Hold on. He has. Uh, no, he had a pituitary, pituitary tumor that grew 10 inches. So, so something different. He is also known as. The man who put the U in <laughs> imperuvement. God damn it. <laughs> uh, he wrote a book. Uh, it's called Owning Your Okayness. Which Homer was reading. Yep. He uh, also did a video. Adjusting yep. Your Self-O Stat. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. His education and credentials. <laughs> uh, he has a PhD in pain. <laughs> and, and none. None. He none. doesn't have any credentials. None. Uh, his accessibility, his infomercial plays around the clock on channel 77. Oh my God. And soon you're not a human being. You're a human a hu- doing. 
And I'm going to be a human going in about 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's close it out with uh, where you can find us on social media. Uh, head over to Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Uh, Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Uh, feel free to donate to our podcast. Check us out on buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it. Uh, and all your donations will go towards merch. Um, and also we're going to work on uh, bettering our um, uh, recording, the quality of recording. And uh, so all your donations are going to help us do that. Um, so definitely feel free to donate if you'd like to hear us sound a little bit better. I know the past couple episodes might have been a little bit twerky, uh, but um, we want to improve uh, for you guys. We're coming up on episode 100 here. It's, mm-hmm. uh, we're currently sitting at 88. So um, by episode 100, we do want to make sure that uh, we're giving you quality um, as well yes. as quantity. Um, uh, you can, oh, uh, they get all the quantity. Yeah. So you can head <laughs> over to our YouTube to check out all our backlogged episodes. Just type in Simpsons Daily Podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment because we like all of that. And the more subscribers that we have, the more uh, we can get that uh, YouTube channel name yes. that is not gar- garbly. Gar- we need our URL. We need our URL. That Thank you, Robert. Um, <laughs> and uh, finally, you can give us a phone call on 612-584-0986 and give us a bunch of feedback. We like feedback, so do it. Um, yes. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been... The Simpsons did it. Shh.